0: Welcome to the Wine After Work podcast. This is your host, Bryce Batts. I'm a career coach, mom of two girls, former college cheerleader, and current encourager of women. I'm so grateful you're here. It's my mission to help women break through the glass ceiling, rise up, and step into their greatness. Now grab a glass of wine and settle in. Hey, everyone. I hope your December is off to a great start. I am just coming home from my weekend at Pinehurst, where we celebrated our first year in business with our inaugural holiday party. And this was for a company I'm a partner in called Career Collective. It was so much fun. I'd never been to Pinehurst. If you're in North Carolina or close by, It's something you should definitely do. I had a blast. Um, I'm not a huge golfer. My husband is, but I played a little bit with him. We just had really great weather. All the food was good. Um, Just a lot of fun. And I love communities that are walkable. And we were able to do a little shopping, walk around the village. That was really fun. Um, Don't know how we'll top this next year, but it was a great uh, first holiday party for our company. Today's episode is a little bit different because this is a recording from when I was on Rachel King's Feed Yourself podcast, and we are talking about maybe the negative side of sports. It's not something you dig into too much, but we're talking about self-image, and as someone who grew up in dance and cheer, um, and both my girls are in dance, you know, it it can be damaging to your self-image, and so we dig into that a little bit Um, So I hope you'll take a listen and uh, enjoy the conversation I had with her. It's so fun being on the other side of the microphone.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Feed Yourself. Today we have my friend Bryce on, and Bryce is a certified career coach with 13 years as a recruiter in the AEC industry. And she helps men and women break through the glass ceiling without getting cut on the way up. And I love that she does that. She helps you step into a new position, level up your leadership and management experience, or simply decide what's next for you and your career. So today we're going to be jumping into you know something that we haven't really talked about on this episode. And I'm really excited for you get to know Bryce and um, get to know what she's all about. So without further ado, welcome Bryce to the show. I'm super excited to have you here. Thank
0: you so much, Rachel. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah, so I'm a wife of 17 years, which seems crazy to say. Um, My husband and I met senior year in college. I have two girls. Uh, One is 12 and one is eight, just turned eight. So we've got a seventh grader and a third grader. And uh, I am a recruiter and career coach for the AEC industry. And it's also the same space that my husband works in, and that's architecture, engineering, and construction. And uh, all of that keeps me very busy. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a cute Bernie doodle named Murphy. Oh, how sweet. <clears throat> yes. He's a mess. Not very well-trained, unfortunately, <laughs> but he's cute. So we'll keep him. It yeah, makes up for it. <laughs>
1: Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to have you here on the show. And like I said, um, when I introduced you, we're going to talk about something that we haven't really talked about on the show. And um, that's about talking about your background in sports and how that can be, can be, not always, can be damaging to your self-esteem. So you actually grew up dancing and in gymnastics and, you know, You've mentioned to me that sports like that can be damaging to your self-esteem. So tell me a little bit about that and what you do to take care of yourself now.
0: Yeah, I grew up in a small town, and so I did play every sport, mainly because all of my friends were, and I was pretty terrible, (laughs) but I was like, I will try anything. So I played basketball and soccer and um, even ran track a little, played softball, but I absolutely loved dance, which I did from like the time I was three. And then I started gymnastics when I was eight. So it's funny, with my daughter being eight now, I look at her and go, this is when I started. Um, And so with gymnastics, you know, these were the days of Bella Crowley, if anybody knows them, you know, and some of those gymnasts that we all remember from the uh, 80s and early 90s. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, you know, at gymnastics camp, I went to one of his camps, actually, and I remember we all had to wear an elastic band, almost like a band you use for sewing uh, around our waist. And it was just a reminder to keep your stomach sucked in. Um, Um, So, you know, with, with gymnastics, I loved it and made me very strong. And I feel like I'm uh, still muscular to this day because of, building those muscles then um, and it was a really difficult workout and I was w- also went to the school in the days of those physical fitness tests I don't know if you remember those but North Carolina <laughs> we had like the chin-up test and you had to hang from the bar and I could be all the boys and all the girls which I loved <laughs> <laughs> of course because I hadn't built oh well I'm competitive number one but I had built those <laughs> muscles up <laughs> in gymnastics um so that part was fun. I was like, hmm, I enjoy showing off. I'll, I'll show these boys that I can do more push-ups and hang from the bar mm-hmm. literally. I was like as long as you need me to. Um so did dance. Absolutely loved that. Um, again, you know, I, I think of my girls now and it's, it's nice because they're both in dance and when they, you know, need costumes and things, we measure them at home.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: I remember being in high school and being with middle school and high school, being with other girls at the studio and we were all getting measured. We were all down to like just a Leo or... Uh, bras and panties and I'm looking around at these other girls definitely comparing myself going right. oh I'm as flat as this table but these girls have like real boobs or yeah. my stomach is you know kind of squishy but they have a six-pack so I do feel like it starts super young right um, and then I did I, I danced and cheered in college I went to NC State and um cheered my freshman year Uh, Again, so fun, you know, stunting. We had male partners, um, but I'm 5'4". So for a cheerleader, that's really tall. Um, But I could tumble because I was a gymnast. Um, So, and and it may be different now, but when I cheered, this was 1997, um, 98, and then I danced until 2000 and graduated in 01. We for cheerleading, we had to run time miles. We had to lift, so you all know muscle weighs more than fat, mm-hmm. um so it was strong even then, um, but we had to weigh in you know daily, weekly, and we could only weigh um three pounds for every inch over five feet. so oh, I'm no. five four, so for me, that was one twelve wow. and the muscular person you know, that was a difficult weight for me to um, maintain, yeah. especially going to college. And I'm like, Hmm, I want to eat fries some nights or pizza or sure. drink beer. <laughs> um, so that was tough. I'll be honest. And so I only cheered one year and then I switched over to dance team. And even then we still did weigh-ins, but you know, it wasn't, It wasn't quite as strict. um, And, you know, my best friend to this day, she's like, when I get on the scale, because we cheer together, she went on to cheer for the NFL. She's like, I stand backwards. I do not want to see what's on the scale because I just don't want to know. Wow. You know, so I think those things, you carry them with you. And I do think times are a little different now. But, you know, obviously, I want to protect my girls from that as much as I can. Like, yes, be athletic. Take good care of yourself. But why are we paying so much attention to what's on the scale?
1: Yes, because I mean, and I preach this. I preach this in the podcast. I preach this in all of my group trainings. I preach this to my one-on-one clients. The scale is not an accurate measure. And also it does not define your worth. Like, yes, we do use it as a tool to measure, but it's not the only thing we use. There are tons of other indicators of whether you're healthy or not. Right. And it's like you said, like, and I want to be clear, like when we started this, you know, we started talking about how these sports can be damaging to your self-esteem. Sports are fantastic when it comes to, you know, building that camaraderie and learning how to be a good teammate and lots of life lessons can be learned playing sports. Right. I mean, and uh, yeah. game, we, we love sports. Don't get me wrong. But like you said, there are things about these sports in particular that can be very damaging to your self-esteem because we're focusing on the wrong things. And not everybody is built the same. Like you said, you're very muscular. And I mean, I had to work my way up to building muscle. It didn't come naturally to me, but I would want to give that up just to be a certain number on the scale. Right. Yeah. So talking about, you know, your girls, you know, you're being the, the same age you are when you got started. What do you teach them? To help them, kind of, you know, not have to go through these things that you went through.
0: Yeah, I mean, luckily they're both in a really supportive environment with dance. They don't do competitive dance; it's more philanthropic, and they perform. It's called stage door dance, and I love what she's done. And she's written books about trash the trophies and how competitive dance can be damaging too. You put girls in skimpy outfits and mm-hmm. um, treat them like they're adults really yeah. um and kind of and i'm not saying every competitive dance team is like that but just prioritizing the wrong thing so right. i feel like they're both in a really safe environment when it comes to that now my older one she's doing middle school cheer again we're at a christian school but you know they've got tiktok they've got instagram oh, yeah. you know my kids don't have phones or their own social media accounts yet but of course they see all the stuff right um, and so they, you know, they compare themselves. So I, we just try to talk about at home, like, yes, we can eat snacks and have ice cream and things like that, but we have to eat dinner and we've got to be healthy. And yeah. I try not to comment on my own weight and things like that in front of them. Because yes. uh, I just think there's so many things as women that can be damaging. And then, yes, you carry it with you forever. Um yeah. Do you have a scale like everyone I gained weight during COVID and then um tried to get that in check? But honestly, I've got things piled on top of it and I try not to use it. Yeah. Because even now I can become obsessed with it. You're up one day, you're down the next, right. you know, and I don't want my day, the tone for my day to be set by what the scale says. So I much more try to go on how I feel, how my clothes are fitting. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and these are growing girls, 12 and eight. So lots of changes happening and we just try to, you know, focus on the positive things. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm happy to say like NC state and I don't know how long it's been this way, but they have a girls, um, cheer team, all girls. And both of my kids are tall and I'm like, girls, if you want to be cheerleaders, you know, you're probably going to be a base. So you have to be okay with it because that's just how cheerleading is. If you can dance great, if you can tumble great, but, you know, the teeny tiny ones are going to be on top. But I love that now women can cheer together and be the base and you don't yeah. need a guy or there is a place for you if you're taller or stronger or what have you.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love that, you know, we are kind of recognizing this in our society today that it's not a one size fits all. And I mean, yeah. like, you know, you know, we, you and I were small, we had Barbie dolls, you know, and we like looked up to that as what you were supposed to look like as a woman. And that's not true. <laughs> there are oh so many different body types and body shapes. And gosh, you saying 112, like, there's no way I could, I, I I think I might've been 112 in middle school, <laughs> um, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm not healthy. You know, like healthy looks different on right. everybody and every body. Um, So I love that you're having these conversations, you know, you know, with me and also with your girls and really setting the tone for them at a young age. Um, And kind of speaking to that, why do you feel it's important to have these conversations around making, you know, time to protect our health?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's everything, you know, we all have so much stress, so much anxiety from work from outside, you know, elements, we are all super stressed during COVID. um, And I think people are still going through that and trying to adjust to being back at work and and those things. Um, But for me, I know if I'm not, I work out every day pretty much just try to do something to move my body because I know I need that stress relief and mm-hmm. working out gives that to me. And so I think whether it's just taking a walk outside with your dog or going to the gym, what find something you enjoy and move your body. You know, if mm-hmm. I, I try to do yoga once a week. That's something I'm prioritizing more because I just think it's important. And for women you know, and moms, especially to make that time for yourself, you're going to feel better about yourself. And that's going to make you a better mom, a better wife, you know, a better employee and what have you. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think I said this on a previous episode, but I typically work out five to six times a week. Sundays are usually just my rest day where I just give myself rest. And, um, it's funny though, on the days, like if I do have a a day during the week where I don't get up and have my quiet time and do my workout. I, it's the tone is different. <laughs> it's <Yes. just> different. <laughs> my kids know I'm
0: like, you know, I'm going to be grumpy if I yes. don't get to work out and I've got my whole morning routine too. And I hate when that's thrown off. I'm like, I just need, you know, like five minutes in the word. I need to do a little journaling just for a few minutes, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of set the tone for my day. And then I need to work out. And you know, sometimes this gets done at 5am. Sometimes it might be six, but you know, now we're back in school. We got to get the kids up early. They're Mm -hmm. in school. You know, my husband takes them at seven. So I typically come into the office at seven so I can leave to pick them up. So it's all about finding the right balance for you. And if you hate mornings, you know, maybe you work out in the afternoon. I just know I like, I have to get it done in the morning because it sets the tone for my day. And if I don't I'll be struggling all day and I'm not going to want to do it at night.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And it it kind of seems backwards, you know, like you work out to have more energy. People think yes. if I work out, I'm going to be tired, but you really do. That's the way I feel. I have so much more energy if I work out in the morning. But like you said, if that doesn't work for you, then just pick a time that does work. There, There's no one size fits all approach like, you know, we talked about earlier. Whatever works for you in your life with your family, don't make it. Something that is impossible to stick to, or you won't stick to it you exactly. To, yeah, you have to find and something that works change. for you. Oh, yeah, it will.
0: Yep, different seasons of life and what your kids need and what your schedule looks like and work and all those things. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. definitely changes. And then I think you have to give yourself permission, like, okay, this isn't working anymore, right? Or I need to switch it up,
1: right? That's huge. Because we tend to go into this failure mentality. Well, we're just like a down puppy dog and we're like, this just isn't working. It's just, I'm just never, never meant to be able to do this. And then we go into this like guilt and shame and retreat and try to put everybody else first and take away that me time. And then we just get even more and more burnout.
0: Right. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love that you talked about using workouts as stress reliever because I, working out doesn't come naturally to me. Like that was something I started doing kind of later in life. Um, but it is such a huge stress reliever for me, you know, that I've grown to, to love it and appreciate it. Um, and you're also a fellow business owner. So, you know, all about running a business and how it can be stressful, um, what other things do you do to protect your mental health, physical health, and to make sure you have as little stress as possible during the day?
0: Yeah, I mean, I go back to that morning routine, which kind of sets the tone for my day. You know, I'm not a great meditator, which I know means I need it more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do, I try to meditate. Um, again, going to yoga like once a week, is, I, I love and for me being outside, oh, yeah. Um I've I've played with the idea of getting a Peloton but like I mentioned we have a dog and he needs to be walked and mm-hmm. I just love being outside so as long as it's not pouring down rain or snowing which rarely happens here in Raleigh yeah here uh, either <laughs> I'm walking with him outside you know so I just love getting outside. We um, bought an RV during COVID and that has been really fun. Um, You know, it's just a travel trailer, but my kids have loved it. And it's been a great way to kind of disconnect and be outside with the kids and because I know when we're at home, they, if they're not doing schoolwork or dance, then they're on their tablets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they play outside on the trampoline and things like that. But then, you know, you've got a TV in almost every room and everybody be right. separated watching something different. So it's kind of nice to all be stuck together in a tiny trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and be outside. Yeah.
1: We actually stayed in one. Um, we went to the beach a couple of years ago. And that was one of my most fun vacations ever because we were, we were all, you know, together and spent a lot more time outside. And plus, I mean, I have a three-year-old, he needs to be outside. You can just oh tell yeah. with his attitude. Sometimes if he's been cooped up in the house, if it's been raining or if we've had, you know, been on the go, you know, doing different things and he hasn't had a chance to play outside, you can tell. So it's <laughs> super important to get outside. Yeah,
0: it is for everybody.
1: Yes, and it will do so much for your mental state, too. Um, I mean, I'm in Alabama, and it's oh, it's so hot and humid during the summer. But I do like to just even if it's go out on the porch, you know, and just sit for a few minutes. Yes. You know, and just listen yep. to the birds and the wind and um, just get some fresh air. It just does you a world of good.
0: Yeah, it really does. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm like, let me just get outside for just a little while.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's important and it's important to know, you know, what works for you and to find what works for you. Like you may, you may not be a good meditator. Like you said, like that may not work for you. Um, but not everybody has to do the same things again. It goes back to, you have to find what works best for you and be open to, you know, recognizing that about yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think sometimes we're so go, go, go. It's hard to even know what we like to do anymore or what feels right for us. Um, and yeah, meditating could be going on a walk, listening to music you love and Mm -hmm. just kind of getting lost in your thoughts, you know, that way. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do think it's just finding what works for you. And if you don't like one thing, try something else. I have a friend who So she hates exercise and she's never done anything she likes. I'm like, well, you just haven't tried enough, enough things. Because if you keep trying, you'll find something you enjoy that lights you up and makes you feel so good after.
1: Right. Right. And going back to what we talked about at the beginning about the self-esteem, like, you know, you have to find something that works for you that boosts your self-esteem. And if you don't ever feel like you're good at it or, um you just can't get the hang of it like if i had to do cardio every day like i wouldn't stick to that i don't no. love it i don't like i'm not good at running like and i've tried i really have my husband So like, have i and i yeah. do not love running but yes any my husband was a cross country runner in school like he oh, loved wow. it ran for miles and miles like he loved it i didn't get that like i don't love it and my self-esteem takes a major shot when I try because I realize how I am not good at it and I don't love it. Um, so find what works for you and if you don't love running, don't run. If you don't love yeah. lifting, don't lift. Like there are a million workouts out there you can try.
0: You just have to find the one that works best for you. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, you've probably heard this same as me that women really need to be lifting weights so sure. maybe it's the bar class maybe it's crossfit you know maybe it's yoga with weights and then a little cardio on the side I think in right. the past we felt like we had to do so much cardio mm-hmm. and now we're all finding that that's a myth thankfully because right. like you I don't want to do cardio <laughs> <laughs> if,
1: if I did if I had to do it every day I I just don't know that I would exercise. I mean, it just does not bring me joy.
0: Yeah. Um, So what sort of exercise do you enjoy? I'm curious. I love to lift. Like I will do
1: probably four days of strength training with weights. And then um, I'll typically throw in one cardio day and I'll typically do like yoga or Pilates, kind of do like more of an active stretch day. Mm -hmm. And then I have one day of complete
0: rest. Yeah, that's nice. I would say I'm pretty similar.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's a good balance. And I love to spend that time when I'm lifting, like to either listen to music or some days, you know, that may be the only me time I get. So I spend that time listening to podcasts that lift me up or educate me in an area like I love listening to um other health and wellness podcast of course but i also love listening to like mom podcast um because i mean let's be honest that's an area we all feel like we need a little bit of encouragement <laughs> yes. every now and then um but listening to business podcasts and just whatever like listen to something that lights you up you know listen to audiobooks um just spend that time you can pray while you work out i mean yeah. if, you, if you spend 30 minutes 45 minutes an hour lifting that's a great time to pray So don't say you don't have
0: time (laughs) because
1: you can make time.
0: (laughs) And it's been a great time for my husband and I, because we, um, we never worked out together all the time. We both went to Orange Theory and we would take turns in the mornings Mm because of course having the kids at home, Um, but once COVID hit, we were like, all right, we need a new routine. And I found Mm -hmm. Madeline moves on Instagram and just loved her. So we have been using her app for, I think, three years now. Um, That's awesome. And my husband and I will work out in the mornings together. So like we have that time together before the kids get up, which has been really nice.
1: That's great. And we could do an entirely different podcast episode on how important it is to make time for the husband and wife relationship.
0: Yes. Well, and you know, as they get older... Now our 12 year old goes to bed later and I'm like by nine, nine thirty, I'm ready to go to sleep. Right. So you don't you might not get much time together in the evening. So Mm -hmm. you gotta again make it work for you and carve out time, whether it's morning, afternoon, or night, and figure out what works best for you and your family.
1: Right. And you know, you talked about that earlier, how it will change, you know, it will evolve. Like right now we're still in the season where, you know, my son goes to bed fairly early. So I get to spend time with my husband after he goes to bed. Um, But we do still go to bed pretty early because we have to get up early in the morning, but at least we have about an hour to two hours at night to spend together. But as he gets older, we will have to adjust that. And that's just one of those things that you have to evolve as it comes.
0: Yep. That's so true. Always pivoting. Yes, (laughs) always. Okay, so
1: as we wrap up today, I want you to share something that if the listeners can take one thing from our chat today, what do you want that one thing to be?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, carve out time for yourself, whether you're single, married, mom, not a mom, you know, whatever it is, you need some some time to yourself, and then move your body in a way that lights you up. And if you don't know what that is, keep trying different things. Um, cause I do feel like it, it will make a positive impact and it make you a better person, obviously it makes you healthier and stronger, which is great. Right. Um, but the mental side effects are so good. And I think we all need that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And I will add to that, you know, just like we've talked about over and over in this podcast episode about your, your version's not going to look the same as everybody else's and staying away from the comparison. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah.
0: Comparison is the thief of joy.
1: It really is. It really is. And we are all about doing things that bring us more joy. Yes. Yeah. So. Yep. Awesome. Well, Bryce, tell everyone more about your business, what you're doing to make a difference, and where they can find you online.
0: Yeah. Well, I've enjoyed this conversation so much. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Bryce Bats. It's B R Y C E b-a-t-t-s and my website is brycebatscoaching.com and i'm on linkedin as well um definitely look me up there i spent a lot of time on linkedin working with um as you mentioned people in the aec industry but then i've helped others as well um, men and women in marketing and sales um so whether you need a resume or some help finding a new position i would love to connect
1: awesome Thank you so much for stopping by and chatting with us today. And thank you so much for what you do and the impact you're making in the world.
0: No, thank you, Rachel. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you back here next week. And make sure to share the episode with a friend that would enjoy the conversation we just had. Also join the Wine After Work Facebook group to connect with other like-minded women.